just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a chat with the great Alexander Volkanovsky, brought to you by Sportsbet. Thanks to Sportsbet for bringing us down, getting the boys together, and talk about getting the boys together. <laughs> Mate, do you remember? I mean, I know you're a big star now, Russ, and Come I know on, you would remember. Man. I know do you I would remember. remember. <laughs> I know where you're going. Are you serious? The bloke in the bar days, of course, mate. mate. Welcome to another episode of The Locker Room. We are here with the number one pound-for-pound pound featherweight and lightweight yep, in it. Asia, New Zealand, and Australia, Alex Volkanovsky. Hey, hey, guys, how are we going? Boom, did I get it right? Yeah, you got it right. Woo! <laughs> that's one, that's one, uh, one win for me, one win for me. Um, I've only been doing MMA for, yeah, five years. I've oh, yeah. Probably just over five years, actual MMA. Mm. I, I wrestled when I was younger. I was Australian champion wrestler. Oh, okay. Wrestler, yeah, yeah one Twice, yeah, twice from what I remember. We got a cheese. We got a cheese to it. Remember, there's times where I wasn't even because I've been camped doing some of our segments back in the day. I'd uh, drink some water instead of beer. Yep, yep. I'm not in camp right now, so I can uh, drink some beer. Mate, that's that's nice, bro. I tell you what, who would have thought, bro? We were sitting in our lounge room, both of us. I think I was still working a full time job trying to make the podcast work, and then you obviously go on to be number one pound for pound fighter in the world. Now I don't know which one's better. Being a podcaster or a pound for pound fire in the world, <laughs> we'll have to. <laughs> what well, do you right, mate? Look, uh, you know, it's uh, at the end of the day, I ain't doing this forever. You know, it's all about you know being being successful and that. You look like you're doing all right, mate. So yeah, well, that's good. And that's on, that's, that's my goals that. right now. Make as much money as I can, be <laughs> successful, and roll that successfulness, whatever you want to call it, on. Mate, so how's it been? Obviously, you had the incredible fight against Islam Makachev, and I guess. Because outside looking in at your journey and we see, you know, the heights that you've reached, when you're in it, sometimes it's a bit hard to appreciate the level that you've gone to. But I guess what's the last, I guess, three three or four months been like for you? So since after the, yeah, the, lead, before, up the then, lead up and the lead up. I mean, it's, a, it's been incredible. It's weird. So the, the whole pound for pound thing, right? Yeah. So like being champ was uh, all like obviously good and then you had that, you know, the whole um, – Max Holloway a sort of a thing and all that. But it was always good being champ was, you know, it was definitely a whole nother level when it comes to being a UFC fighter and then being a champ. But that pound for pound number one, once I got there, and it was it, – it definitely, I know, everything just felt like it turned up a whole nother level again. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, And then uh, that fight itself, the, the build-up to that fight and with Islam, it's – yeah, the last few months have definitely been pretty, pretty full on. Mm. And, and, I mean, the fight – as you said, like was you've gone into title fights before. You've defended your belt four, three, four times. Uh, four times, yeah. Four times. So you've gone into title fights before, but now you're going into you know potentially making history in the double champ era. Is there any different pressure leading into such a huge? And also, you know, there was arguments, and I believe it was one of the highly, most highly skilled fights we'd ever seen in the history of UFC. Was there extra pressure, or was it you know not business as usual? But this is a title fight. I'm here to get the job done. For me, it was. Uh it was just another job that needed to be done, right? Mm. Obviously, there was a lot of people looking at like you know how much of a risk it was, and me the challenge, and you know you know what am I doing? Thought I was crazy doing it and all that. Like so, you'd think that there would have been a lot of pressure, maybe, or like you know was I getting nervous about you know fighting this invincible man that everyone was uh, thinking he was going to be? But it was never like that for me. It was just another job. Again, I had the confidence in my in our preparation. Uh, you know, we believed. Uh, you know, in things that we, we thought, you know, people thought differently, but that's fine. Like, we, we do that. That happens all the time. Mm. I've been the underdog before. Mm. I've been uh, counted out plenty of times my whole life. So, 
it's nothing new to me. So I, n- I never let it uh, get to me and uh, it didn't get to me for this one. I, you know, I believed in myself and I knew that I just need to turn up, make sure I prepare properly and uh, we can definitely uh, make this a fight. Did I know it was going to be hard? Did I know it wouldn't be easy? 100%. Mm. Like, we knew that. Uh, but uh, I knew that if there's a guy that, that can, uh, you know, show you that, you know, this Dagestani sort of uh, wrestling, you know, you know everyone, what everyone was raving on, he's uh, invincible and can't be beaten. I was like, I'm the man for the job. Just, Absolutely. Just let's, let, let me show you, you know what I mean? So that's – so it was all right. For me, it wasn't It wasn't really much pressure on me for that, mm. you know what I mean? Even though I was fighting at home, massive crowd in front of uh, family and friends, uh, I guess I'm I'm built different when it comes to that and mm. I really do believe that. A lot of people will, will be uh, – Nervous, will feel that pressure. For me, it was just, it was just me doing what I what I've what I've been doing for the last few mm. years. Really, that's how it was for me. Mm. I actually was looking forward to going out in front of the crowd and using that energy, like because I'm at a point in my career where uh, I look for things to hype me up, mm. bring that fire in the belly. Whether it's people booing me mm. uh, or or them saying something, whatever it is. This time it was, oh, yeah, I can use the crowd to really mm. fire myself up and not uh, even be emotional, go in there a little emotional. Mm. And when I say emotional, it's fired up. Like yeah. I want I want to be pumped up, you know, because I'm at a, a point in my career where I can stay composed and, and I can, you know, I'll never let it be too much. You mm. know, I can get myself, oh, yeah, use that use that as, a, as fuel and as a energy and that's exactly what I did. Yeah, speaking of, first of all, all respect to the Dagestani reputation they have, but I don't think they knew about the Aussie battler. I don't think they knew about the Aussie battler. That's it, footy volk, mate. The, 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 you know, the footy. <laughs> it's the Aussie battler, baby. Well, that's it, man. Like, uh, look, obviously, you just got to have that, uh, you know, never never die attitude, never give up type of attitude. And, you know, you need to have that sort of attitude and that mentality and mindset in the gym every day mm. uh, to even be able to deal with that type of stuff, right? Like, because if you just want to turn up one day and tell you, oh, I'm not going to care, it's going to be hard when you don't, yeah. when you're not that guy. Yeah. But if you're that guy, that guy turns up in the gym every day. Mm. That guy, you know, every time he's in a shit position. We, sorry, excuse me. Am I allowed to say that? Okay. Whenever we're in, a, <laughs> whenever you're in a bad position, mm. that guy is uh, ready to deal with it and move on and get through it. Mm. And you do that time and time again every day. It's going to make you, you know, pretty pretty hard to deal with. It's going to make you tough and uh, be prepared for for everything. So that is uh, the guy I am and always been and. And I, I put him, that guy, to the test every day in the gym. Mm. And it only makes me stronger. Now, speaking of underdogs, hopefully he's not in this room because he might be scared. Or she, who put the odds at Volk's $4 to win at Sportsbet? Mate, you know what? Because, uh, you know, we just had a chat with a few of the guys here. I've been trying to keep an eye and find out who's the guy. <laughs> who's Seriously? the guy? Show me some respect, you know what I mean? Four bucks. <laughs> Four bucks. How dare they? I know. Yeah. Um, well, I tell you what, some people would have. I, I don't I mean, personally... look, look. That's that's how it was. Like I was paying, uh, you know, the, that that was the, I was the underdog. It was clear. Yeah, and it it was it was still fair. It's still fair for me to be the underdog. Mm. Here I'm going to say oh, I know that shouldn't be paying that, mm. but I mean that's yeah. Who cares what I think, right? Mm. You know, I mean I'm going to have a bias. Mm. You know, but not just I'm not going to have a bias. I know who turns up in the gym. I know what I'm I'm capable of. So I knew that that wasn't the case, but uh, everyone else did, mm. and everyone, like I've got. You know, at the end of the day, I, I lost, right? I didn't get my hand raised as mm. close as it was. And, you know, we thought we got it done. I didn't. Um, but because it was so close, I had people that, friends of mine and, and you know, even family in that, even though 
like a like even though like yeah, well I lost right or even though because it was very close like mm. you could see that oh like you know you should, like you know they'll it was like it was okay like oh man like you know your stock still rose and yeah yeah uh, almost like even in their head they must have been thinking oh I don't know about this fight. You know, why would they say to me that you should be proud of yourself, yeah, you know? So they're like, you should be proud of yourself because that's how much of a risk it was. Yeah, yeah. And it okay. was, and yeah. I know it was. Like, it was a tough fight. Like, mm. I guarantee you my coaches and that probably were thinking the same thing. Mm. Like, this ain't going to be easy. Mm. Uh, but and that's, and, that, and that's fair. But, uh, again, I love that. And I love putting myself in that position. It made me better and, and it's going to make me a better fighter, a better human being. Uh, and moving on, you know, a lot stronger. Mm. So, like, it just shows you that, you know, for, for me – they're like, oh, you should still be happy with uh, that performance because, man, like, you know, you sh- you did very well. I go, yeah, yeah you might be happy because you weren't expecting me to do that. Mm. I was expecting to go out there and win. Yeah, okay. And I didn't get my hand raised. Mm. So that's things. Yeah, well, that's, uh, I mean, that's why you are where you are. I want to talk about technical and, look, obviously I don't know that much about boxing. I do a little bit of it and obviously I watch a lot of MMA. But, and I know you're most likely going to rematch him as I, I personally think that you'll beat Yair and then hopefully the rematch gets done. So you probably can't talk too technically in regards to certain things you were seeing. But first, what I noticed first when you came out was a lot of fake uppercuts. Mm-hmm. Was that to try to dissuade him from shooting, just to let him know you're gonna if you come in, there's a chance you get hit. Just uh, yeah, yeah, like you know, it's not giving too much away. Like obviously, you know, you threatening knees and uppercuts, and you know, you threatening things from that angle. Mm. It's going to be hard to shoot into that. You're going to be think twice. Or you're going to try and find a different path. You know, mm. you're going to not want to go. That's not going to be a direct path to a takedown if you feel like there's a threat there. So it's pretty simple, as simple as that almost. Uh, why you're going to fake that? But uh, yeah. So look, I can give a bit away. Technic. Uh, I obviously this reason why I was doing that, right? So mm. obviously I was trying to make sure that there wasn't a takedown there. You know, I said I was going to fight my fight. I still felt like I did a good enough job in not worrying too much about the takedown, but there still was, like, I wouldn't say hesitations, but there was still things that I was doing, obviously still aware of, of that takedown. Mm, mm. And uh, now that I, I'm, you know, I'm comfortable with that, like, I don't care if he takes me down, we can see that I can deal with that. Yeah. Um, it's only going to make him more tired and things like that. Now I feel like I could have approached it totally different. Mm. But it took me too long to figure that out. Mm. Uh, especially even in the last round, you see me start to, you know, fight even a little bit different. I won't give too much away, but I end up uh, fighting a, a, a little bit different. And uh, I probably could have done that from the start. Would have tired him earlier. It would have, uh, you know, it would have just been a, a different fight. Because again, I'll get technique. I'll go a bit into the technique here where he's very good at doing what he fights at a very good range. Mm. And he understands range like I do. I'm very good with range, but he's very patient. He's happy to just wait there Mm. and wait and, you know, and let me do all the work and then find the right time to to punch or shoot. Mm. And he does that very well. And that puts me in a tricky position because we've got thousands or millions of people watching mm. to entertain, mm. do I sit there and just try and see it on the outside and then yeah. fight this fight and maybe lose anyway? Mm. Uh, or do I force some things where I think I'm going to be fine anyway? I've got confidence to, to, to make it. So I'm going to have to make all the first moves. Mm. I'm going to have to be the a lot more aggressive person. So it's going to be me uh, either running into counters or or, or – Throwing some uh, some some punches at him type thing, but I knew he would be waiting and mm. waiting for the sh- the shot and things mm. like that. 
but he did that that very well. But again, it was a type of fight where I'm like, I can't sit back and wait because I'm not going to tire him. It's mm. not going to be entertaining. And uh, again, I could still lose it. I'd rather put the pressure where, you know, again, I'm, I'm always going to back my gas tank. Always. I was going to say, do you think that you were surprised how much better your gas tank was and maybe in the future you'll put the pressure quicker so that the gas is quicker to a degree? Yeah, well, now, yeah, now that you know, like I guarantee he worked hard and he's going to try and tell, you know, he's going to tell himself he's going to train harder. But mm. like I said, I... I train like that every day in the gym. Mm. You know, every day in the gym, my whole career, it is full on. Even for fights that I don't think it's going to be in Islam. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even for fights I don't think will be that hard, I'm still putting in that work. People ask me, did you train harder? Or like as in, uh, was was the camp, the camp was longer for this one, mm. needed to prepare differently. Was it harder? No, it was like pretty similar to what we do. Yeah. Uh, because I'm always preparing like that. Mm. So I've been doing that for the last, 10 years. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? So when we talk about being fit and then it's not only being fit, you know, this guy, he might train very hard, but still, how is he going to deal with being, you know, because it's still, I'm still going to feel it. You're still going to be breathing heavy. Sure. You know, the heart rate's up. It's still going to be uncomfortable, right? Like, you know, people are, no matter how fit they are, they're still going to feel that and might not deal with it mm. very well. Well, not as good as me. And I know I'll deal with it because I put myself in them positions Time and time again, and I've been doing it for so long. So I felt like that's where it had. I guarantee he he trained very hard. I guarantee you, if you if there was a way of seeing how fit we were, whether it comes to heart rates and all that, he's probably even. Mm. But I just bet you any money, I just deal with dying in the ass better. Mm. You know what Stay I mean? How we, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like I deal with that that punishment. I deal with that pain mm. a lot better. Mm. And uh, you know, I don't think he can. Uh, I don't think he can fix that mm. in, and you know before the time we meet again yeah if that makes sense so i know i'm always going to back myself so i've always backed myself there but now i know that with him mm. like, i don't care he can work on it but i'm gonna get him there mm. i guarantee you i get him there and going forward you know are you just whoever the ufc kind of put in front of you or do you have a target of like this is what i want to do in the next kind of six well, months? it's pretty clear for us where you've got the rematch or you've got your rodriguez who's mm. interim he just fought for the interim title. It's a big fight. It's a fight that everyone want to see. Uh, it built up my my next fight in featherweight. You know, having them on the same card, so it works out perfect. And I want to be active. Yeah. You know, I said that uh, I wanted to be active. You know, in the lead up to that, I wanted to have two belts and defend both just to be active. You know, I wasn't lying. Like, mm. you know, I will fight every three months if I have to. You've been one of the most active fighters in the last. Yeah, and I, and I still 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 plan on. Uh, plan on doing that so that's why I probably could have waited for the rematch mm. you know what I mean like uh, they might have even mentioned that to us yeah okay like do you want to wait or do you want to fight like, well, you don't. well I don't want to wait okay. waiting's not an option for okay so it's fight mm. you know what I mean I want to fight and obviously that'll be year Rodriguez we just haven't got that over the line but yep. you know, we'll make that happen oh, man I cannot wait now take us back to a young fella uh, obviously grew up in the Iloa War area uh, Warilla, Warilla Gorillas, Gorillas. Uh, local footy player, um, but what was, I guess you know, growing up, at what age did you actually get into MMA, and why did you get into MMA? Because like a lot of young Aussie men, they get that energy out of themselves in rugby league. Mm -hmm. So how did you get you know directed towards MMA? Oh well, man, uh, I started when I was 22 years old, so I started uh, crazy, pretty bro. late, especially to start a whole new career. Oh my! God. Now people might start something new, but you know, do they? Go to the top, do they be pound for pound? pound well, the yeah, whole yeah, world. it's pretty crazy, right? Like when you, so a lot of people, uh, you know, which is pretty cool, right? It's pretty it's motivating right. for some people and inspiring for yeah. people that are like, oh, I'm thinking of doing this. And they tell me that they're 
18-year-old or 16-year-old and then they're like, you know, we're like, oh, you know, do you reckon it's too late to start? And I look at them and go, are you serious? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. you could start now and then almost uh, – and by the time you're, you fight or by the time I started, sorry, mm. you've, you're, that's as long as my career to date almost, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like a, not really but get close, right? Yeah. So it just shows you how uh, inspiring that can be for some people. Mm. But I've always loved martial arts. It's always something I wanted to do. Mm. Um, I didn't want to do it to let any steam out or anger out. It was nothing like that. It was, yeah, uh, yeah again, like you said, you could do that in football, but I've never been that type anyway. Uh, any, but it was something. Any scraps on the footy field? Oh, mate, I blew a lot. I'll be, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. You know, I mean, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, biffs about back in my day, but it's nothing, nothing I'm proud of. But, um, but yeah, that was more me just like, yeah, I was never an angry guy, to be honest. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. did get involved. I was known, known for scrapping a little bit when I was younger. But you weren't angry because you were dropping take, everyone. I didn't You're take- everyone in a fight. That's where you weren't angry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I didn't, I didn't take, take much, I guess, back then. I yeah. guess it might have ran in the family. <laughs> My brother's a bit of a hothead too. Well, he's more of a hothead than me, actually. Oh, really? I'm not a hothead. So like, uh, even when things are there, I'm like, I'll try and stop it unless it, it's funny when- I shouldn't say this, but my dad said when we were younger, right, we were really young, and this is, uh, you know, he's a bit, you know, a bit old, more old school, and this was a while ago, mm. and he, that's what he used to say: if you feel like something's going to happen, and like you know, as if someone's going to hit you first, go first. Yeah, he says that. So I'm not telling everyone to do that, right? Like that's not something we do. It's something you should do. No, like walk you, away. Avoid it. Yeah, walk away. Walk away. But um, that's how it was, you mm. know. And uh, yeah, so anyway, yeah, well, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But. I always wanted to get get into MMA because it was something that I've always loved doing, and uh, I started doing it. And mm. obviously, it was something that I really enjoyed and thought that I could do well. And what do you, do you remember? I'm not sure if you remember your first sparring, but you know, again, as I said, I've done a little bit of boxing, and that first sparring session where the reality hits you of how much you don't know and how you know actual professional boxers or you know MMA fighters are. It, did that have that same effect on you where you walked in and went, wow, like this is a whole language that I don't know? Or we almost naturally really enjoyed it and then kind of went to the challenge? Yeah, I guess uh, I was more in more in a natural way where, like, yeah, like, I, like I, I guess I'm what makes me the who I am is like I'm a bit of a problem solver. Mm. So put me in a situation and then I'm just thinking of what to do in that situation. Mm. I'm not sitting there going, oh, man, I've never been here and I won't freak out. Like I'm not like that. Okay. I just deal with uh, what's in front of me. Yeah. So being a bit of a problem solver. So I think that's that definitely helps even in situations like that. Mm. And uh, there's a story that Joe always uh, talks about, uh, my coach Joe Lopez, who always talk about like, a, I don't know if it was a first sparring session, like it was it? It was like one of my first sparring sessions. Like he had a, like a, it was like a, like an open day at the gym where they had a few, few other gyms in and like they, what would you call it? Like it was a, like it was a seminar, an open day and they had a heap of people from all other gyms yep. there. And uh, so we were there and we decided to do some training afterwards with a couple of guys from other gyms. So there was mm. bigger guys. Remember, I was a bit heavier then, but these guys were, you know, I was, yeah, middleweight, like I weighed that much, but yeah. I wasn't a middleweight. You're middleweight, no. And then uh, there was these guys that were literally light heavyweights. And, for, like, and they were literally light heavyweights. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, yeah, it's a story that he likes to tell. So I went in there and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go spar. Like obviously Joe was like, oh, Alex hasn't really sparred before. Yeah. Yep. We'll let these other big guys go in because all these other guys are monsters. Mm. He goes, I oh, will let these other guys. So while he was going getting his uh, other fighter 
like, you know, gloved up and all that. They've just called me in. Oh. And I've just went, oh, okay, sweet, whatever. Oh. So I've just went in. So they, that shows you how I deal with these situations. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, whatever, okay, sweet. Oh, man. So I went in there and then uh, Joe comes in ready to tell him, like, what are you doing? Like, why have you got this guy's, like, never sparred before? <laughs> but uh, before he could even do that, I've, like, already started submitting this guy. And he's already had, like, no he even had six fights already and things like that. So that's when Joe, he already seen that natural ability in the gym, but that was when he's like, all right, this guy can compete. Yeah, well. wow. He's been, been strong in the gym and then there's competing. Yeah in a situation like that absolutely especially an uncomfortable position this kid shouldn't be handling himself like that in a, in a situation like that never been there you know really not used to it anyway against an experienced mm. guy that's twice the size of him and yet then he comes in he goes alright oh, just sort of let it happen I end up submitting the guy a couple wow. of times so it's a story he likes to tell so uh, he's probably dirt on me for telling his story no it's incredible <laughs> it's, it's incredible and like you know and as I said you know I just do it because I enjoy boxing mm -hmm. but the first sparring session you have you're usually gassed in about two minutes because you're so stressed out Mm -hmm. And you're tensing up constantly. You're, you know, stepping far. Your range is terrible. But for you to go in there and be calm, it's almost like an instinctual thing that yeah. it's hard to teach that. Well, okay. Would I say I'd be calm? Would I still be? I don't know. Like, I, I, would I, I don't know. Would I, I don't think I would get uh, nervous or like, you know, crazy butterflies or anything mm -hmm. like that. I don't know if the calmness is the right word, but I mean, even if I started feeling a little bit things, I would find a way to deal with it okay. type thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Like okay. I won't sit there and then let it uh, crumble me. Yeah, okay. I'll be like that. I'll be like, oh, no, what, like, what, you know, what do I got to do? You know, okay. like, like sort of fuck off. Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Nah. I don't want to deal with the well, butterflies right now. Well, keeping focused in a, a yeah. stressful situation is it's a, a gift almost. I mean, yeah. some of the best footy players that you know, like a Cam Smith, he doesn't look like he's ever stressed mm. out, but I'm sure he is stressed out when yep. he's playing footy in that. Um, okay, so it's a composure, right? You need yeah. to be able to get, and that's something that I've always had, and that's something that I feel like definitely is something that uh, helps me a lot in mm. my career, and what you know you could say separates me from a lot of guys. Yeah, incredible, just incredible, mate. So fast forward, so you would have been about 27. You've been fighting in the local Australian, uh, what was it called, PFL? Did you say? Uh, no, no, uh, PXC. PXC. Yep. And so this is kind of around the time we met where I think you would become the champion of the PXC. Is it PXC? Or PXC. Oh, yeah. my God. Yep. PXC. And you were desperate to get in the UFC, but you were also a bloke that had a baby on the way. Mm -hmm. You know, what was the decision of to keep fighting for your dreams, even though financially, you know, you're – you're struggling or it's you know you're working and you're trying to find the balance between learning a whole new bunch of different languages jiu-jitsu grappling striking muay thai you know everything yeah what first of all what was that journey like and what were the the big moments that made you stick it out yeah man it, it was uh, definitely tough especially when uh like i was uh, i was uh, concreting uh early in the career and uh you know playing rugby like my first year of uh MMA training and my first couple of fights, I was doing a rugby league, playing rugby league, concreting and fighting and having fights. So it was a busy year. Yeah. But then uh, you know, I, ended up, I stopped, I didn't do the the football anymore, rugby league. And then I, I was still concreting for the first couple of years. But then we chose to chase a dream. Mm. And, you know, it's which is a commitment, you know what I mean? So I ended up, because uh, I had a, a, a house and then we thought, well, like, let's rent it out. You know, we'll live at my, my mother's house and, like, you know, just, you know, put everything on, on hold and, mm. you know, do whatever we can to just get through and so I can at least chase a dream. And uh, so that was uh, what we were doing for a while. And I ended up, uh, like, um, yeah, telling myself, I told myself that, 
you know, I need to be obviously because I'm well, even my wife, you know, she's sacrificing a lot as well. You know, we, we're, yeah. we're living with my mum, and like the last thing I want to be is a burden to anyone. Mm. Here I am uh, being a burden to pretty much everyone, right? My mum, like I'm living there, and even my, you know, not, she wasn't my she wasn't my wife at the time, uh, wife at the time there. Just I'm like a burden. You're making you know things a bit difficult, difficult. Like so, I needed their support. So luckily they were all very supportive. Mm. Um, but it was tough. So I told myself like, you know, I need to be in the UFC before my firstborns. Yeah, mm. before that 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 happens. Before I have my firstborn. Yeah. So that was something that a promise I made to myself. So I was going through and we were campaigning and campaigning and like we had winning records, winning streaks. I had national titles. I had uh, world titles. Uh, you know, knockouts, everything that the UFC wanted and we're doing campaign after campaign. It just wasn't happening. It was, mm. it was tough. And then I ended up having Ariana, and uh, which I made that promise, which stung me a lot. Like, yeah. That hurt me a lot, like knowing that, you know, that was a promise for me. And, you know, I like to keep my promises. Mm. You know, I didn't let it, uh, you know, get to me too much, but there was a, it was a lot of pressure on me. Mm. Where now, you know, I'm living at mother's house, and I've I've got my whole family in here, yeah. you know what I mean, and yeah. like we're still struggling, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, yeah, it was a crazy time, but like you know, stuck to it. You know, we still believed in the process. You know, my coaches did, and my wife did, my family did, and kept doing it. And again, it got tough. There was times where we might have even chatted about it because uh, we have had chats chats before. But there was even uh, we had management companies that uh, UFC asked for me. They thought that that was my management. Mm. Uh, so they asked them to, to you know, to sign me. Yeah, sign you up. But because I wasn't signed with them, they said, "Oh no, he's matched up for this fight. Oh. Oh, we got you, this guy." Actually, so they literally, yes, happened. yes, yes. So like they took literally a UFC contract away from not only me, my family. You know what I mean? You got to remember, this is this is more than just giving me a fight in the UFC. This is mm. my life. Yeah. That he's messing with. So that was uh, that was that was massive, and it hurt a lot. And you know, but then there was that was. A really, really tough time. Yeah. A and, really, really tough time. And like how did you deal with – I know, you you know, you're a problem solver, but, you know, as a, you would have been about, what, 26 at this stage, mm -hmm. 25, 26? And as a man, you, you don't ever want to be, as you said, a burden. You want to be able to provide. How did you deal with that pressure going to training every day? Did you keep telling yourself, this is the path forward, this is how I can get out of this situation? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, like uh, I'm a problem solver, but, I mean, at the, at the same time, you know that that's the dream. I, uh, the, the, that's the dream I was chasing. Mm. So that was something that I had to pursue. Then, obviously, you know, I'm going to be like, all right, is this the way? Yeah, do I need I to give it. this up now? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I can't do this. You know what I mean? So that they're the conversations you're having, because that's how you would solve that problem, right? Mm. So if if you can't get in the UFC, oh, we need to make money somewhere, mm. so I can you know problem solve that problem. But that's not solving. Uh, the problem of me and my dream being the UFC champion. So yep. I like, I just stuck to it. So that's where I needed a bit of resilience and, and get through that adversity and then them tough times and still have that belief, which was hard. Mm. But, um, you know, we knew, we knew we'd get there. Mm. And uh, again, just uh, keep pushing uh, for it. And that's all, that's all I could do at the time. Mm. Uh, you know, I wish I could say I did something spectacular to make it happen, but no, it was... Uh, just, just hard work. Just yeah, hard work and trying to stick to it and yeah. then being prepared just in case there was a late notice. So this whole time, these two years that I'm telling you, this isn't just me waiting for a contract and then I can go in the camp. Yeah. I was expecting to get a, you know, a late notice fight or whatever. So I was I was staying in shape mm. all year round and keeping uh, my weight down. Like so not cut, cutting weight, but 
dieting all year round just in case that UFC contract came. Wasn't your so first it was a, fight it was a lot in weight division up? Was that sorry? Wasn't your first fight? It ended up being a weight division up, up. Yeah, but I had to be prepared for further yeah. just in case. And then they ended up giving me a contract for, for lightweight. And because I think, I remember I was talking about it and you was like, I just got to take it because this is my shot. Yeah, yeah, which I mean, like, give me, give me a heavyweight fight. Let's yeah. do it. You know what I mean? Give me that contract. All right, have that heavyweight uh, uh, matchup. You know, I'm a problem solver. I'll figure something. So out. John Jones, <laughs> John Jones, Volkanovski is that next? Yeah, <laughs> pound for pound. See, I want, I want to go for that number one pound for pound, John Jones. You know. <laughs> um, okay, so I think there's, you know, obviously there's heaps of big moments in your career. I, you know, being obviously a fan of your career, I think. For me personally, it was obviously the Aldo fight where you really announced yourself as like, I am world, world class, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm the man to beat Max Holloway. And at this, people forget, you know, because you finished the trilogy in such a dominant fashion, people forget like Max was the boogeyman of yeah. UFC. So you defeat Aldo heading into that first fight with Max, which was your first shot at the title. Mm-hmm. He was on a crazy win streak. What was the – I know you don't get nervous, but I guess this is your dream about to come reality. Everything, your whole life is leading to this point. What was the mindset? What, what happened in the build-up? How did it all come about? Yeah, man, uh, a lot of uh, – my, my mindset and, and mentality is uh, so most effective in everyday life, in the gym, preparing. Pre- you know what I mean? A lot of people – you know, think they just need to turn up for fight camp and and for the fights. It's, it's so much more than that. I need to turn up every day in the gym. I need to learn. We need to evolve. We need to get better. And, you know, I need to be there to do that. And then even in camp, we need to be there and, and maximise our opportunities by putting it all out there. So that's – um, and I've always got confidence because I, that's what I'm doing in preparation. Mm. So going in there, obviously, again, I'm confident of what we're doing. You know, I'm talking to my coaches, we've got a game plan, we see these things and I'm confident that we're going to put it all into work. You know, do it, saying it and doing it is, is two different things. But for mm. me, I believe that. It's what I need to do, so I'm going to have to try and do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then uh, I'll deal with it if it doesn't work later. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's uh, sort of how I'm going there. So I'm confident. I am I, I believe in myself. If, if you uh, see even uh, media leading into that, I guarantee you I would have been saying like oh, things that I was going to do and I, and I would have done exactly what I was pretty much saying. Mm. A lot of people would probably, you know, they, they think I'm mad. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't know about that. Mm. But uh, until uh, I go and do it and then, uh, you know, people forget that I was the underdog. Yeah, for sure. Of, like you said, like you forget that he was like, well, man, this guy's invincible. I was Literally a invincible. big underdog and, the, you know, there was no chance of me winning and mm. we believed it mm. and we, we went and did that. And you're walking out to the title fight. Do you remember the walkout? Do you remember anything? You know, what's a little detail maybe that just okay. The, the, the big, the most, the biggest detail for that one again, biggest fight of your life, right? This yeah. shows you like how I am, yeah. Uh, in these situations, like we're probably laughing backstage and like and having a laugh. Obviously, I get you know I'll take it serious. Mm. You know, there's a time where I you know right before I'm about to walk out, you know, I go there and remember what I'm fighting for. I even do a, a march. I do that every fight, like march around like the mats, and I'm like you know we're just going. There's no way uh, you know. There's no way I'm not taking this belt back to my family. Mm. I train too hard, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, my, my you know, everyone's counting on me. My family's counting mm. on me. I'll have, like, this moment where I do that. But, uh, yeah, so I will have serious moments. But other than that, like, I'm pretty chill. Mm. So uh, I'm even there about to walk out. So I get out of there because they bring you. I'm like, all right, it's time. All right, yeah. cool. You know, we, we huddle up, do our thing. All right, let's go. So we go out and then we're waiting. So I'm, I'm my song's about to go. Uh, so I'm lucky. Wait, like we're in the hallway just before you go to the the where you exit or we enter the arena, 
And then uh, Bisping comes and he sees and then like, yeah, remember, this is the biggest fight of my life. Yeah, yeah. He walks up and realises I'm about to walk and he doesn't want to interfere. I mean, this is, guys, his, his moment. Like, I'll make sure I'm out of I'm like, ah, Bisping, you all right, man? Like, yeah, because I knew he wanted to go to the toilet. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah go, you all right? And he's like, oh, okay. So he starts going. I go and then I remember having a podcast with him and I had pink, head, pink uh, headphones because yeah. I didn't have no AirPods oh, yeah, or nothing. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, man, this is all I could use, man. Like, literally, <laughs> I had like these, my, my Ariana's uh, little uh, pink uh, headphones. Yeah. So I was wearing them. I'm like, going, oh, how about the pink headphones? And this guy's like, are you serious? You're about to walk out and fight Max Holloway. Like, why are you sitting there having a laugh with me? So that's just, uh, yeah, that's probably something that I remember. But, Obviously, that just sort of shows you, like, yeah, I guess how I go about it. Like, well, not how I go about it because obviously I take this very serious, mm. but I take it very serious in the gym. Mm. But I don't let it be something that's going to, like, freak me out or anything like that. Again, I'm going to go and, and treat it how I treat everything else, mm. you know, systematically, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a, something that we need to do. It's a job that needs to be done. And that's it, you know what I mean? And, you know, again, most of that, you know, that real hard sort of work or where where, where, where it really counts is in the gym. Mm. You need to turn up, but I know I'll turn up, but I need to make sure that the right man turns up. You're a better man than me. When I played footy, I used to get angry at my family if they messaged me on game day because <laughs> <laughs> I was that wigging out like, oh, I need to be focused. Well, everyone's um, different, right? Yeah, for sure, yep. absolutely. And I actually, I was like, if I was too relaxed, I just didn't have the same energy for some reason. It was mm-hmm. just weird. But it is, you're right, everyone just handled differently. It's uh, it's actually interesting. I would love to, I guess, I'd love that to be studied to yep. see like because you have guys that can fall asleep before a yep. footy game or whatever and then you've got guys that are buzzing hours yep. before it. Uh, okay, so the max first Max Holloway fight. Which, sorry? Before you go there, yeah, yeah, yeah. what you're saying with that, like it's a something that I used to say to people because you, you get people – for us with fighting, mm. the closest thing you are going to get to fighting is sparring. Mm. You're pretty much fighting. It's just not as hard, but, I mean, you're pretty much fighting. Mm. Well, so when I see people, and, I'm, again, I'm not having shots because a lot of people probably do this and it probably works for them. Yeah, yeah. But for me, how I, you know, if you said you would like to study it, I look at it this way. It's like that's the closest thing I'm going to get to to fighting. Um, and, you know, the headspace in the gym, you know, I mean, that's where I do most of my work and that's where I'm, I'm pretty effective in the gym and, like, that's where I've done all my training preparing for this fight. Yeah. Why am I going to put my headspace or myself in a totally different headspace for the biggest moment of my life when I'm about to fight? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. why would I sit there and all of a sudden, I never do this. Yeah, yeah. Go sit in a corner, not talk to no one, listen to music, heavy metal, going, I'd never do this. Mm. Listen to heavy music, all right, like just staunch around, being angry. And yeah. Um, and this isn't a shot at you. But like like doing that and then, you know, and expect to go out and fight mm. and, and stay composed or, or, or do what I'm doing. I feel like your best chance of uh, being able to perform is, you know, the close again, the closest thing to, to fighting is going to be in the gym sparring. Yeah. So I want to be in that sort of uh, headspace. Replicate. The yeah, I want to replicate. Obviously, I need to know that I need to try and knock this guy out as well. I yeah. don't do that in my training partners. But at the same time, I want to go out there composed. Mm. Trust me, the adrenaline's going to go enough to make you want to hit hard. Yeah. That's going to happen. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need to try and build, it build up. yourself up. Mm. You know, when these guys are building themselves up, it's like you don't need to. Yeah. I am, I'm at a point in my career where I, I can now, like I need to build myself up. Yeah, okay. And it's never like that. You're going to get the energy from that crowd and mm. all that type of stuff, especially for guys that – yeah, anyway. So I just feel like for me, that's what I think, and I felt like that was my little take on that, whether yeah. that even made sense. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> Replicating how you train is really important. Yeah. For sure. Again, I just don't I don't want to put myself in a position that I never am. Mm. Like the only time I'm ever in this spot is 
right now, right? Like, yeah. well, I'm about to fight, so I'm going to put myself in this uh, headspace that I'm never at. I just mm. think that that's a bit weird, a bit odd. Yeah, it might sure. work out. You might do that every fight, so that's what you're used to now. So that's what you're going to start making sure you do. Mm. I just don't know if that would be my first option. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's you're 100 true. It's uh, like it's basically replicating conditions where you've put in the best work possible. Mm. Yeah, it's um, 100 true. So the Max Holloway trilogy. What I loved about it is had everything, and also what I loved about it, it, it really rounded out like it showed how much your game was rounded out across the trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I even I loved the fact that you just grew so much as a fighter throughout the whole thing. And I know in the second fight, you had some some issues before the fight and you, you were even sick, I think, heading into that fight. I know fighters don't like to talk about mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But the third fight, I know you every fight you try to go into the same, but that was like if you had a classic song or a, a painting that was your – you know that for me personally like that that was your work of art that was an absolute a beautiful performance heading into three after everything that had been spoken about even though you're already two nil up and fairly two nil up in my opinion did that give you the fire though or the 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 doubt turned up to 10 because you'd done so much already against max it was a a trigger it needed to be done so Mm. a lot of people thought that you know, why are you even doing this? You mm. two know, like, why are you fighting him? Like, because, again, they're looking at him as, you know, still a lot of people were looking at him as the boogeyman 100%. even then. Yeah. Especially after the second fight and it being a, a, a bit closer. Mm. Everyone was like, oh, yeah. And then he had two crazy performances after. They still thought like, oh, man, this guy's unstoppable. Yeah, he's even gotten better. You know, mm. Max Holloway's gotten better. So, like, so there was still, uh, you know, a bit of hate and a few people still doing that. Like, So for my legacy, it needed to be done. Mm. I needed to just silence it. Yeah. And uh, and I knew again. I knew that you know. I knew I'd be a lot better of a fighter than I was the second guy that turned up for that second fight. I knew that one hundred percent. And then obviously I evolved and mm. and uh, we do that. So I had full confidence in uh, what will we do, our game plan, and all that type of stuff. And you just seen uh, work. But where I got my energy from, to be honest, because you're saying like, did that pump you up? I had to, you know, I told you just then, it's like sometimes there's fighters, you know, like it's like you don't need to pump yourself up. And yeah. I told you now I sort of do. Yeah. It never used to be like that. Where now, because I've always used to try, like, you know, leading into fights, all right, calm down, stay composed, like, so you can, mm. you know, so you can be in control. Where that second uh, fight with Max and then even a couple of other ones, like, uh, that I was like, trying to level myself down, especially being Fight Island, no crowd or anything like that. I put myself way too, like it was like, I was oh, like, okay, yeah, man, really? it was, I was way too chill. It went too chill. It was weird because there's other things again, like yeah. again, I don't want to make excuses. But like I was like, I don't want that feeling again. Mm. So I want to pump myself up, fire myself up, and then I end up like, you know, fighting so much better that way. Mm. So I'm like, all right, that's what I'm going to have to do from now on. So leading up to that fight with Max, I was a... Uh, too chill. I was like, uh, I don't know. I felt weird. I almost felt like vulnerable in a sense because I was like worried. Is that same guy that turned up to number two going to turn up? Mm. Uh, to turn up to our second fight? Because okay. I'm like way too chill now. And, you know, I'm like, you know, I know it was, it was weird for me. And then I was like, man, like, uh, you know, I've got to do, some, uh, do something about this. So I've got, I've actually got a, a, a sports psych as well. Mm. So I was chatting to him and then, uh, you know, explained to him the situation. And then, and I'm like, nah, I told myself, there's no way. It's like I'm, I can't go into this like you know feeling vulnerable. Like yeah, just remembering uh, you know that that crappy feeling that I had while I was in there. Mm. I can't let that be in my head. I go that, that's that's not happening. So I've told myself that I am gonna you know I'm winning every exchange. Yeah. Like I'm going out there and I'm gonna win every exchange. Mm. Like 
fuck this guy. Mm. Excuse my French. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I ain't having it. I'm mm. winning every exchange. I need to go in there with that mentality. That's what I told myself. I don't care if I don't, if I don't win every exchange, but that's the mentality I needed to go in there with. Mm. So I remember doing that and then uh, so I was like, and then had that channel. I'm like, oh, yeah, nah, that's it. Let's go. And then we had that press com- conference because before that was where it was. And then I, you know, I was about to do the press conference. I'm like, all right, that's good. Let's go. I need to pump myself up. Mm. Then he starts going. Then yeah, he yeah. started getting into me. I'm like, all right, sweet. Like, yeah, this is giving me energy. This is this is really, all right, sweet. That's yeah. what I want. I'm getting booed and, mm. and all that. And I, I was expecting the booze. And I'm like, all right, sweet. I'll use the booze. I'll use us, uh, you know, having a chat. Use that crowd, mm. whether it's negative or positive, uh, which I'll knew it was going to be booze yeah whatever it is i'll use that mm. so he started doing that then he started going and then i started feeling I'm like yeah this is what i wanted you i needed yeah, this okay and then uh so i was like loving it because he was down there and i was chill i could see he was getting a little like well he never done yeah, that before. he was getting a little emotional i was like, thinking all right yeah, sweet yeah, no worries. Okay. Like, you're just you're just doing me a favor here mm. and then I uh, you even said that like to a degree in the press conference yeah i said like, i go thank you you're helping go, yeah, me here. Go, i'm loving it thank you i need yeah. this i want this so i even said it to him like while we're doing the face-off there. Then we end up doing the weigh-in. And then I sort of forgot about all that a little bit. Okay. Like I was chill again. Yeah, okay. And I was backstage and I was about to walk out. Me, Izzy and uh, uh, Brad Riddell were backstage and we're there. And then I remembered, I'm like, oh, man, I'm about to do a face-off. I've got to get on the mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? Wake up, you know what I mean? Like I've got, I got to fire myself up. So then I told myself, I need to fire myself up. I go, I'm going to have to say something to to Max. So I'm like, I might say something to like, you know, because he was chirping. Mm. So he started, you know what I mean? I'll yeah. be like, oh, no, all right, let's see if you still bring that, you know, yeah. like just to get him going because I wasn't doing it emotionally. Mm. I was doing this to – I needed this. Yeah, okay. So I was like trying to instigate it just for myself, yeah. really. And then uh, so I'm there and I'm like, what do I say? What do I say? <laughs> so I'm there back and we're about to walk out to the arena like we're about to, to yeah the curtains were about to open and then they had music playing because it was a tighter fight so they amp up the our fight mm. and they're going and he's sitting there going yeah I'm going to bring the heat that's what he says in that and I'm like going alright okay, yeah yeah you bring the heat make sure you bring that heat you know what I mean like yeah. something like that he goes I am the heat brother and he's like <laughs> what he's turning around I'm going yeah that's it we're just mouthing off at each other and like yeah. we're getting into it yep. I'm going mate you use that crack because even in the press conference I felt him trying to get the crowd to boo against me because I've been a little vocal about saying that that was affecting me. So yeah. Try to use that against me. Yeah. Yep. And I was at a state where you said I'd grown so much during that that um, trilogy. trilogy. Yeah. I didn't grow so much as a fight. I grew so much as a as a person okay. as well. Yeah, okay. uh, outside of the cage. Mm. So I grew mentally so much more mm. and dealing with uh, this sort of stuff and the hate and all that much better. And I seen him doing that. And I'm like, you weak. You're trying to do that and get him in. Oh, Luca, you're trying to use everything right now. Yeah, okay. So I was saying that to him in the, behind the curtains. I go, you use that crowd. You use that crowd because you need him. You know you need him. I don't need her. You know you need him. Yep. And like I'm just saying stuff like that. And then bang, gave me the fire. And I'm like, yes, this is where we want to be. Right. So we end up going there. And then we're, I'm, I'm into him again. And. Just letting him go. He's going, mate, look, you tried everything. I go, your games don't work with me, mate. mate. Yeah. You're just giving me the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, what, what, what? Anyway, so it was, <laughs> a, it was good. It worked in my favor. So it was a, it was a very calculated t- type of uh, situation. Usually yeah. I wouldn't do that, but I yeah. needed it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I found a way to be like, oh, mate, I need more energy. Mm. All right, I'm going to instigate something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, which is pretty out of character. Yeah. But I needed it for me to perform. And, uh, yeah, we performed. Oh, I remember man. I remember going in there and telling myself, I was like, you need to win every exchange. Don't give him an inch. Yep. I don't care. 
how good he is or how good people think he is, it doesn't matter. You're winning every exchange. Mm. So I went in there like thinking that. Like remember, I was in the octagon looking at him and like and I remember every exchange. Mm. Guys, oh, yeah, sweet. I might have even mentioned it to them. And I'm just saying that and then, yeah, it was quite a performance. Yeah, it's it's really interesting that you, you say, you know, I went in there win, wanting to win every exchange because like even the exchanges where he engaged and made it happen and you thought, oh, Max is – got the betty and then boom you just turn it straight back to your and it would, it would be so deflating for him because he's going I can't get any momentum yeah. here every time I get momentum it just gets shut down yeah. and you could and Max you know one of the toughest fighters on the roster mm -hmm. but you could see by then the fight he was just like what yeah. do I do exactly do? right and you're right because it, it was like that there was times where he would even do a good enough job where like obviously I was landing a lot make me miss and then counter good which should have worked mm. But I was just yeah two on then boom make him miss and then mm. I would always finish with the with with the the big punches to finish that sort of exchange yeah which is credit to him most people probably would have uh, crumbled and you know oh, he, he just didn't care even though it wasn't working he just kept trying was it the overhand right where and then you pointed to him and oh, he had the a cut big, yeah oh my yeah. god so he like he ran like again he come in like he was trying to get into uh, come in a bit aggressive and we are just baiting him and just running him straight into the big shots and that was one where he just <sighs> ran straight into it that was and he was I looked up and straight away <laughs> felt it land I come up and look at him and I could, I could I swear I could see bone and everything like he was so big that that oh, I'm like ooh <laughs> that's bad like, you hear me actually say yeah, it yeah, say yeah. it a few times I look at the ref I go that's bad <laughs> guess I want to look at that damn thing you know what I mean because that that ain't healthy yeah um, and then uh, supposedly that even got close to uh, the artery and all that. Like, wow. you know, like yeah, whether it nicked it or something, I don't know. But uh, like, that's why there was so much blood. Oh man! Yeah, so he was squirting out. Like, we'll go on there, and then like you could see at certain points it was like squirting out. Oh Sorry my for the god! But Holy. it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy. But you know, that's Max. He'll just keep coming forward, even though he was landing. I was landing these big shots, and things weren't going his way. You've got to give him respect for that. Yeah, you know well. what I mean, like. As a great man would say, it is what it is. It is what it, it is. It is what it is. Um, so you obviously you close out that chapter and, you know, what I love about your career is like a lot of play fighters, normal fighters, not yourself, would close that chapter and almost go, you know what, I've done what I need to do here. Mm -hmm. But it just seemed for you that it made you hungrier. So Ortega was after that, wasn't he? No, no. It was before the third one. So he, so was Ortega, I so I did uh, the – Max, uh, second fight, the rematch. Korean did, zombie. No, no, I did uh, uh, Ortega. Ortega. Zombie. Zombie, Max again. Max again. Take us to the Ortega fight because truly, honestly, one of the greatest moments in MMA history, in my opinion. Yeah, so that twice. was against still like reason. Like obviously, I'm getting better and better every fight. You can see that. So like that was still where I feel like I really started developing uh, my game that you're seeing now. Like mm. it started like there. I feel like where I really start understanding the stuff that my coaches were teaching me, really understanding it and really putting it together and being confident in just being able to use them tools rather than throw them here and there, like really understanding it all. Yeah. So that was sort of where it started. And you know, I told you that that fight with uh, Max, the second fight, mm. I was like, yeah, I was like, felt like I was well underdone and like mm. it was just weird. So that second one, a lot of energy, you know, we we're mouthing off to each other, there was a bit of bad blood, like mm. we we're into each other and. I love that. I went in there and I was just, yeah, going for it. Yeah, I probably took a, a few punches. I got put in a couple, but I mean, I still thought that was a, you know, pretty good. That's how I wanted to feel. Like we were moving on. I wanted to have that type of energy. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that was that, that was, that was a, a crazy one. So why, why what I wanted to touch on that is because when I go into the Korean zombie, because that performance was very good with the Korean zombie, I will go back to Ortega in a second. Yeah, it was a clinic. It was a clinic, but 
I was still a little like flat. Really? So when I say flat as in fire-wise. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? So luckily, stylistically, I was just on anyway. Mate, you were literally going. Yeah, I know. Okay, it, was, it was weird. So I was still like, I remember going in there. I'm like, oh man, why do I feel like, why do I feel like, you know, way lucky and I feel like a way too chill. Okay. You know, but it ended up working out in my favor, but I didn't want to feel that again. That's why in the third max, I made sure that wouldn't happen. Okay. So, okay. Like, you know? yep. so then I was like, well, why do I have so much energy that with Ortega? Because I love that. Mm. I love that. You know what I mean? I want that again. So then yeah. I realized after the, the zombies, like, all right, I'm going to make something happen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because that <laughs> so was after tough, that. wasn't it? You did hey? tough? I did tough. Yeah. So that's why there was a bit of bad blood yeah. with Ortega. So we did the tough series and all that. And What was a tough series like? Is it? It's all right. Like, it's a. Again, he's not that bad of a dude, but I mean, you spend enough time with someone competing with them. Yeah. Like we've, whether it is our guys, everything's going to get on your nerves. Something will happen. He's going to get on your nerves. Yeah. His little comments and like, this guy, who's he think he is? You know, it's like that. He's going to be thinking the same about me. Yeah. Same as with the trilogy of Max Holloway. Everyone loves Max Holloway. Mm. We begin to end up hating each other just because of what people are saying. Yeah. Little yeah. comments they're saying. Yeah. It's weird. Now it's I feel like it, it, that uh, it's like all good, but yeah. I felt like towards the end I was like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, you know, I didn't believe, you know, things you were saying like ah bullshit, yeah, I mean, like that's where you start get going, you put yourself in that position, I guess. Was there any real animosity in the tough season or? Uh, no, look, we're going to sort of play. We're even saying we're going to sort of play with it a little bit, but I mean, then you just some of the stuff uh, would happen. Then like yeah, you'd you'd get uh, annoyed with certain things. I, yeah. Like there was stuff where I felt. You know, he didn't understand Aussie taking the piss kind yes. of humor. He didn't really get it. Yeah, exactly like, right. So it's I awkward. Don't give a shit, like yeah. it's all good. But he would like kind of take it a little bit personal. Mate, well, the worst part about that is like we wanted to do things, like we wanted to do some pranks and all that, and like we weren't allowed to do anything. Oh, really? I think because uh, they knew, I guess they knew that we're all good. Like, you could do anything to us. We're gonna yeah. laugh. You know, it's Aussies. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. it's part of the being. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly right. Like, please, like you know, like they, go. they got a little donkey to you know. They got horses for everyone else in the team. They got a little donkey for me. You know, having shots at me, I'm laughing. I'm like, fuck, is that one for me? Oh, that's <laughs> nah, hilarious. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, cool. Um, then so we're trying to do stuff, but they wouldn't do it. So then like, they end up just getting stuff themselves. Like they end up getting because I was always giving them shit about being not being on time and all yeah. that. So they just. I end up bringing us heaps of clocks. Oh, like, we're going to put this in the room. Like, oh, it's not even a good. But I mean, anyway, I was yeah. like, oh, whatever, whatever. At least yeah. it's pushing that narrative that he's always late and yeah. just to try and stir up the, their turn. But it was just like, what? Like, because he was, we wanted to mess with his car and things like that. They wouldn't let us because he would, you know, he would, we would get butt hurt and all yeah, that. Yeah, Supposedly yeah. he was whinging about certain things. So that started getting to us. Oh, uh, like, little diva, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's sort of where we started, like, nah, you know. Stuff him, you know. Yep. So that's why where it sort of uh, sort of grew that uh, animosity. So you go into that fight though, and you know you're you're dominating the fight, fully controlling everything on the feet, and then in a split second, it just he just jumps on that. It was a rear, rear neck choke that he jumped uh, no, on first. Uh, guillotine. Guillotine. Sorry. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess walk us through the whole sequence of events because you know he jumps on it quickly and you immediately think a guy with as good as Chichich it's him this could be over yeah. but then obviously your head's going purple and you're just going not tapping not yeah. tapping it's a well that's when it comes down to the preparation I'm telling you again yeah. I was in them guillotines all camp <laughs> so like a it's funny though I say that because I'm a top, I do late stage submissions mm. so I'll get people to put me in submissions but a lot of people put themselves in submissions, but they're half defending already. I'm like, oh, no, yeah, okay. 
I want it late stage. Like if yeah. I don't address it, I'm going to sleep. You know okay. what I mean? Like that's uh, how it is. So uh, I get them like right in and I was telling them sometimes I'll get there and I'm like, nah, I like the deeper. Like, you know what I mean? It's like I don't have a neck, so you got to do more <laughs> than that. You know what I mean? So so they were like trying to put me in uh, these positions and I'm telling you like I was even letting them put me in positions. Mm. No one got me anywhere near as tight as a guillotine yeah, wow. as, uh, as uh, Ortega did. He found the perfect position even though he's mechanically how his uh, body worked to even have have his legs wrapped around me, my arms trapped and have his hips connected to me which is the perfect technique to really when you've got the guillotine really come in and get your hip in makes me sick thinking about it because I'm watching it going no yeah so his hips were in like that's easy that's easy enough to do but not when your legs are around Mm. so you've got to be pretty flexible and you've got to be in that position you've got to know that position and for him to even jump on I remember doing it and I was about to bounce up and next minute I'm like I didn't even know where I was. Yeah, well, I remember like I got down because I wasn't hurt. Mm. I was going to get up and then like like he's covered me up with something. I'm like, and then I can't breathe. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm in a guillotine. Like, Wait. how the fuck did this happen? Oh, man. You know, that's how quickly it happened. Yeah. And I was there and then obviously I was trying to defend and it was deep. The lights were dimming. I couldn't hear a thing. It went from chaos to started going very silent and the lights started dimming. And I'm like, oh, no. This can't nah, there's no way. There's oh. like there's no way they're not they're taking this belt away from me and my family. There's no yeah. way. So I was like, uh keep going. Like it was like I remember thinking that and be like, it was never like, oh, I'm gonna have to tap. It was like, even though what I was doing at the start, like pushing on the hips, doing everything that I thought was right, it still wasn't working. Mm. But I'm just like, I'm gonna have to keep going. Mm. Like uh either I'd go to sleep, yeah, or he Gives up or tires. And yeah, was that then, the, the hope that he would tire? Yeah, well, I, well, I guess so. It was uh, I just or uh, maybe I didn't think of that. It was just me tapping with never option. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Oh, okay, yeah. So whoever actually thought of, oh, he might tire. I probably didn't think that. Just, I'm going to fight to the end. Well, I'm going to keep pulling harder and harder until I get out. Yeah. Like, you know, that's uh, the problem solver, right? Yeah. Me dealing with that problem like was never tapping like yeah, the, yeah. That, that, <laughs> he, I wouldn't get choked out. Mm. But I mean, that was never an option for me. Mm. You know, the problem was getting out of that, so I just kept doing what wasn't even working. Mm. So it wasn't working. Yeah. But that's all I could do. <laughs> yeah. And then, lucky enough, his arms started tiring. Yeah. So he's, and then uh, again, that's when the, the lights started coming back. And then I started hearing sound again. No way. And then I'm like, obviously, once that happened, I've told myself, this is, this is, a, this is where I feel like this is really gets um, deep into the mindset. Mm. mentality or like for, for me and I guess it explains who I am because I talk about this submission as if people want to know what, what makes me a champion what makes me who I am watch that watch mm. that guillotine and that'll show you why I'm I'm you know I'm, I'm pretty good at what I do because mm. I'm that's explains a fair bit absolutely and as this this gets there where as soon as everything started coming back remember I'm still struggling to breathe mm. I'm still you know like still, still has very you. uncomfortable yeah, yeah. I'm still getting choked yeah. but everything's coming together so I knew that he's tiring and I'm getting out mm. so the fact that he was tiring I'm already telling myself before I was even out I was like going, he's gassing get up and let's put it on him like yeah. you know what I mean I'm still I'm still in the I'm still in a guillotine yeah. so I remember thinking that and then like you just see me fighting up scrambling he's going for other stuff I pull his leg I get on top I'm like yeah, let's just yeah, go yeah, and then just started yeah. going that so I guess it just shows you um, yeah so my look at look at you know my thought process during that crazy adversity moment yeah you know what I mean like where a lot of people were like oh I tried mm. you know that I was trying and it wasn't working was even they're levels. like I tried it. Oh well, it's not working. There's That's even it. like levels to it. Like you know, you've got not 
choosing to tap. Mm-hmm. Then you've got getting out of it. Most people are like, oh, thank God I'm out of it. Then there's getting out of it and then going on the attack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The mindset yep. to go immediately from, oh, instead of being relieved and yep. you know trying to get my bearings and taking a step 100%. back, getting out of his range, mm-hmm. you just went, no, nah, I'm going mm-hmm. straight for it. And you're right, that's the... Because you've got to remember, this is, Guillotine's, this is uh, Ortega's move too, right? I had 100%. So being put in that position, there's a, a lot of people might give up because, oh, no, he got me. Yeah. Oh, no. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, that was an option. Oh, I've got to do this. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> what I think should work isn't working. Mm. Oh, well, I tried. Yeah. I've a tap or I'll just go to sleep. Just go to sleep. I was like, uh-uh, I'll just keep trying. And then, then it go moves on to what you're saying. So there was a whole heap of levels there. And so the, the next one though, it was wasn't as tight. The next was the, the, the triangle was still deep, but it did, looked like you were as not comfortable. Technic, but. Technically, he had a perfect position. He had the angle. He even had grabbed the leg. Mm. But when it comes to tightness and like you know, there was nowhere near the guillotine. Yeah, okay. Maybe it would have been safe if I didn't have the guillotine before that. <laughs> you would have been like, oh, maybe I would have been like, oh. Man, this is tight. This yeah. is hurting. But I mean, maybe that was that bad that this was just a well, you know, yeah, <laughs> a walk in the park. <laughs> it's your rugby <laughs> league thick neck, yeah, Russ. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the league no neck. neck helps, <laughs> but um, but we won't tell anyone that. That's what I mean. People are doing like you know, t- uh, submission defense, right. you know, how uh, you know, uh, it's funny because uh, Craig Jones does a you know, submission defense or guillotine mm. defense, chokehold defense, mm. and like you know, he goes, I how Alex got out of Ortega and all that. He's like, he doesn't mention that, I just don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's a lot of technique in there as well. But, I mean, a lot of that was he did this, but it was just certain things I was just doing to make space. Okay. And, like, he wanted to get to certain pieces. I was just stopping him from being able to fully finish mm. um, that technique, and that made it enough until he wanted to get back on top, and I, I just used that to get up. Oh, man, and that was and brutal. To put it on him. Then, yeah, it was brutal after the that. I was like, how dare you put me in that Oh, place? man, honestly, <laughs> far out. Um, so, yeah, obviously, then the Max Holloway situation happens. I guess going forward for you personally, like, You've achieved so much. You're clearly still extre- extremely motivated. What is the plan going forward? Like, you know, I'm sure you have, I guess, long-term-ish plans. What's the plan for you going forward? Well, then I obviously did the Islam uh, fight after that. So, again, right, for me, it's, uh, you know, legacy. I never used to talk about legacy too much. Like, and you know, what, like, but now it's, you know, I want a legacy that my f- – family can live off forever right like you know i mean i want to i do want my name in history books you know i do want you know my name to be talked about you know that does excite me that does you know that is that does sound cool so like i now i'm looking for like these challenges that are going to put me and separate me from the rest that's why Mm -hmm. i wanted that fight a lot of people thought i was mad we talked about it before Mm -hmm. a lot of people thought i was mad for doing it but these are the things i want you know what I mean? So I want challenges. Obviously, the next one's probably going to be yeah, which is a challenge in itself. But very different. I still fighter. want that. I still want that lightweight title. I got to yeah. obviously worry about what's in front of me, but I still want that lightweight title. Mm. You know what I mean? And I hope there's uh, plenty of because I, I love that. I, you know, I want all these uh, exciting fights that are definitely going to you know be be good for the legacy. So that's uh, that's why that fight with Max had to happen as well. Mm. I needed to do that. I could have avoided it and and did something else, but. For people to really start taking me really serious, mm. if they haven't already, was that's that needed to be done. Yeah, you know, for my legacy, I didn't want people to always be like, "Oh yeah, but yeah." As a now, like, let's be real, right? Before that, before the Max Holloway fight, mm. to now, you ain't seeing nothing. 
anyone mention anything to do with that anymore. 100%. That's complete kaput. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. so that's what I wanted because I know I could do that mm. and I didn't want that little stain in, in the legacy or whatever it is. Something, you know, I just didn't want that little hiccup and something for people to do. I felt like it could still maybe tarnish that legacy. So I was like, it had to be done. Mm. It'll put me in so much more of a better position moving forward. Mm. I need to do it. That's why I did that. Same as with the Islam. Mm. I knew fighting Islam. People are like, yeah, this is how everyone's going to look at it. It's fair. What if things go wrong? You know what I mean? Which is fair to think like that because, mm. you know, you're taking on a big fight. Blah, blah, blah. But what if it goes right? Mm. What if I, you know, what if I do 100%. get that? Look I'm at the moment here in Australia. Oh, me, you know what I mean? It's, and we thought we had it. Oh, I thought we you did had it. Too. I'm ready to get my hand raised. Oh, I and, you had it. Anyway. Oh, we won't go into that. We won't go into <laughs> yeah. that. But, yeah, I thought you had it, mate. Um, it was a close fight. Like, obviously, I'm not too, 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 uh, not going to be. That dirty on it, it hurts because yeah. uh, you know I watch back and I'm like, man, two, three, five. I'm yeah. like, anyway, but uh, a like lot of people did think that, but at the same time, you know, the, 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 them like especially like that second round was was close, so mm. you can see. But anyway, I think it's for a lot of fans. It's how you look at scoring, like yeah. active. Like who won the fight, right? Yeah. If someone says, uh, like, you know, who won fight? the fight? Everyone knows who won the fight, but the scoring of it, it's Unfortunately, like. Unfortunately, it's not how the scoring goes. I know. So you can't, we can't really do that, but I mean, at the same time. You know, anyway, I still thought that when you go by the system, the rounds, right, two, three, and five, you know, I think you only need the three rounds, and I felt like we did that, yeah, but anyway. I agree. I agree, mate. Uh, now, outside of uh, – I was going to say outside of footy. Outside of uh, MMA, you got like a cooking show. Who's the, who's the like the coolest person that you've met where you've gone, wow? Because like you're just a kid from bloody the Illawarra region. Oh, mate, like oh, you meet like all of them because everyone's cool in their own ways, right? Like uh, meeting up with – um, Bam Bam was a uh, pretty cool. Oh yeah, you know, Action Brunson. Oh, I thought you were saying Bam Bam is a oh, well, Bam Bam. Well, I know Bam Bam well, so but I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, damn, you're, you don't you're need, an I don't need co- cooking content to know. know he's all good. Yeah, no, I he's, know that. Yeah, obviously he's the man. But Action uh, Brunson. yeah, Action Brunson. Sorry. Yeah. So doing it with him was cool. Yeah, I thought that, that was mad because he's a cool dude and like, yeah, he's yeah, he's chill as. Mm. So like that, that was cool. Like, um, he actually just sent me some of his shoes. So. Uh, Shout out to him. He's got a collab, I think, at the moment. So quick shout out to him. But um, yeah, so he, he was cool. All of them, man. Like you yeah. do a few, you know what I mean? Like you got even Jamal was cool, you know, Jamal Murray. And mm. yeah, all of them. All Who of them, man. They're all cool. Like to th- like when you sit back and like, I don't know, some- Meeting people? Not even meeting, like watching meeting a, someone in the front row watching your I mean, fight. one thing is going to- The craziest thing is, you know, he's going to be uh, Zuckerberg, you know, meeting Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, yeah, you did things- You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, so crazy, we did the, the thing. Like, so that's- uh, So we went to Meta uh, HQ and- Yeah. That's crazy. Cause, when, when you, you know found I mean? out that he it's, wanted it's to meet Zuckerberg. you, what were you saying? Were you like, what? The Zuck wants to meet me? Yeah, well, like, it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know what I mean? It's a- uh, <laughs> Yeah, she was a uh, yeah. So it was, it was cool, man. It was a uh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed enjoyed that. So we did that uh, that, yeah. that piece of that content that we did, and yeah, it's cool, dude. And he loves his he loves his UFC. Yeah, okay. He loves it. So that surprised me the most. Mm. Just knowing how much he knew about it. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. And the cooking show is that something that you know long down the line when you decide to give up that you like have a genuine passion for and would want to go. <laughs> yeah, forward? like uh, I think. Uh, I like the route of I've been doing it lately with the the Balkan with Volk. Okay, Balkan. So I was like, you got cooking with Vulcan. Obviously, I love cooking and I'll do my adventures, go fishing, catch fish, cook it up. And I want to do all that because I love it and I do that anyway. May as well have a camera there. Mm. And people love it. Mm. People love the cooking content. But I'm loving going out there and trying uh, all different foods and different chefs and and Mm. things like different parts of the world. Like, that's definitely something that we, where where we want to take it. Mm. And um, everyone loves it, man. Like, the sponsors love it. Yeah. Everyone. Like, it's. 
supposedly every MMA fan loves uh, loves eating and loves cooking anyway. So because it's it's a it's a hit, man. It is. It's and it, I love the I love doing the content and I'd be able to live my life because I'm doing things that I'll do anyway. Mm. Get to film it and then do cool things with cool people while I'm doing it. Mm. So you can't argue with that. So it's definitely something that I, I want to do. I don't mind being behind a mic as well, chatting. Uh, Mate, you love it. Good. You love, love it. it. It's five you years. Just don't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Your podcast probably usually half the time, but I just keep yapping. Mate, it's content, baby, content. And I'll ask you this finally. When you reached the tip top and you were the pound for pound number one fighter in the world, so essentially the most dangerous man on the planet, what, what would have you said to yourself at 25 years old? You're struggling for cash. You, your missus is having a kid. What, what do you think you would have said to yourself? So if I could say back to her there, like, yeah. Now that I know where we're at, don't say anything. <laughs> Just keep don't going. Don't say anything. Don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, don't change the future? Don't change a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, again, like, you know, my, my life's ain't not perfect, but I mean, you can make things worse by thinking you're fixing and make it completely worse for yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a reason, like, people talk about my mentality and my mindset. There's my whole life experiences, the way I was brought up, you know, every, you know, there's, Every little experience I have during as a kid or in sports or whatever, that has all made me build me to this guy. Mm. You know, I don't want to change that. I don't want to change uh, the mindset I have. You know, that mentality by you know telling you, oh, everything's going to be okay. It's like, oh, all right, I'm going to do nothing now because yeah. I know it's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously yeah. I wouldn't do that because <laughs> that's not who I am. But mm. you know what I mean? I just don't feel like I would change everything. I'm yeah. very comfortable with where, where where my head's at and where I'm at at the moment. So. For now, I'll say I wouldn't change. Wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't say that. You just I don't let know. yourself walk or? by. You just walk by. Yeah. You know what? I reckon you would have I probably would have changed his fashion back then. I would. You know what I would have said? <laughs> go, <laughs> That's what I'll do. Changes like, hey, mate, hey. I would have said. That looks terrible. Go bold walk earlier. Ah. Could have said that. Because there's power in oh, the wait, bold wait, walk. Wait, wait, was that a shot of my, my receding hand? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> sir. No kind, sir. <laughs> no. Um, and you know what? That's something that I. I it, it wasn't obviously because I even say that a lot of people are like, oh, would you get, get your hair back? I go, I wouldn't. It's it's not only it's my look now, but it, you know, I told you I, I um, grew so much in that trilogy. Yeah. So uh, I ended up halfway through that trilogy, right? I, I went bald, bald yeah, bald yeah. Volk. So bald Volk come up with a whole new like attitude. Like, yeah. Not attitude, but that, that process of when I um, decided it was time to shave my head, yeah. uh, I was – you know, having to deal with with uh, that stuff I was saying, I started like really dealing with that and I started getting a lot more confident, a lot more comfortable with who I was mm. and all that type of stuff. So when I went bald, there was a whole new aura about me, mm. a whole new, is that the right word, aura? There was a whole yeah, new for sure. something about me that, and it, it come with that and it was like, you know, that was it. Mm. So like uh, I could say, yeah, go bald earlier, but it, <laughs> was, it wouldn't work because that went with that experience, that yeah, time. The timing sure. of me going bald was yeah. bang. It was like, you know, you know, yeah, you got Goku going Super Saiyan. Yeah, yeah. You got Volk Volvo going fucking bold. You know what I mean? And that's where he went. He went next level. <laughs> and this is just a personal question for me. Who do you reckon wins Origin, New South Wales or Queensland? Yeah, come on, the Blues. Oh, mate. give come me a on, break, bro. You're going to get touched up again, bros. All these pretty blue colours over oh, here. Oh, give right. me a break. Queensland. We'll do yours again. We'll do yours again. Mate, uh, I don't know. I was over there. I was there. Yeah. I remember seeing you at the hotel. Uh, oh yeah, 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 actually before, Jack yeah, three, yeah, right, yeah, when yeah. Ben Hunt took that kick and broke your heart. Yeah, he did break my heart. <laughs> At least he's a place for the dragons. That's my team. That's a good oh, point. That's yeah, a good yeah, point. There you go. So it's all right. But I mean, obviously, 
Yeah, he can score tries any other day, not just against, <laughs> not against the Blues. Uh, mate, thank you so much for jumping on. Thanks to Sportsbet for hosting this. We really, really appreciate it. And we've actually got some caricatures uh, that were drawn oh, whilst we, we were talking. And I, I think oh, wait, wait, wait. Look. Oh, here we I go. Think, oh, there it is. Which one do you reckon we want to see first, Volks or, or you? We've got to go to the beak first. Okay, go to the beak first. What do you reckon? Oh, there we go. Oh, Got the bloke in the bar right there. Wow. Damn, that's a beak. That is a beak. I reckon you've undersized it, I think. Uh. And then we've got... Where are we? Oh, we've got both of us? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, there's a chin. Yeah, yeah. He's got a solid chin on him. And then he's got a solid chin on him. Look at that. We, there's a, I thought that, like you said, I thought that would be a touching. touching yeah. touching. All right. And then we got... There it is. Look at that. There he is. How good. There's Paul Volk. Whilst talking. Bald Volk. What's that? Is that me f- clenching a fist? Yeah, so angry, bro. Uh, you said you were a, a chill dude. I'm bro. a chill dude, you know what I mean? Except for... Uh, yeah. There we go. Thanks to Sportsbet. Thanks Appreciate everyone. that. Thank, Thank you. you. Good, mate. That's unreal. That's good. How about this? Wait, you ready? Wait. Can you see it? Oh, she's... Is that the look? That's the look, eh? Hey? <laughs> Here we go. All right. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.